I'll do for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Lady, and next to me is my good buddy, Chef Clemenza Caserta. What's up, everybody? We are back. We are live. We That's are eating right. some kind of chocolate pretzel. Bark. Bark. Peanut butter, chocolate, pretzel, bacon, and muncho potato chips. I gotta tell you, potato fantastic. crisps. Yeah. Yeah. I like good job, Thanks, thanks. I like when you make little snacks. You know, I was cleaning out, you know, the fridge and stuff and freezer. I was like, I got like a five-pound bag. As a matter of, of fact, I think there's got to be a requirement for the studio now. You got to have snacks. Yeah. Homemade snacks. Yeah. Next week, you got to have oh, something pickles, weird that you found. Pickles, like, uh, kielbasa, and pepperoni oh, again. All right. As a matter of fact, like if that. I buy the pepperoni, well, will you make it? Yeah, sure. All right. Of course. Seriously, you got to taste it's the best thing you'll ever eat. Pickle pepperoni. Yeah. I want Mary's, uh, Mary's bacon. Candy, she didn't make it this year. She was gone over then. Well, I think it was last week. We're going food shopping for her, and a kid's call and say, Mom, the ice cream is like soup. And she goes, well, how long is it? Like, oh, it's like two days. She goes, why didn't anyone tell me? The, the, her fridge shit the bed. So then we had to go out, buy a new fridge, and then they delivered it. You should have told me. I got a brand soup. new fridge in the garage that my sister had. We were trying to oh, yeah? And, but she she was like, you know, got it on the payment plan and all that stuff. They deliver it. <laughs> yeah. They deliver it. Not working. Nothing's freezing. Sounds like what happened to me. Yeah. What I'm that guy where I, I buy a TV. The motherboard craps out in a day. Mm-hmm. They come and fix the motherboard, then the Wi-Fi board goes. I've opened up the brand new Blu-ray player out of the box. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. I just got one of those Aleve, that TENS machine thing that you put on your yeah. back. They sort of come out. Yeah, I got to buy that. Doesn't work. Got to send it back. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the luck I got. It's crazy. And it was, it's just weird. Like, you expect something brand new. The guy delivers it. They plug it in. You hear the thing go off. They leave. Nothing. Yeah. It's, like, just cold enough to, like, not, nothing's frozen in the freezer. It's, like, if it was frozen rock hard, now, it sucks. You got to do the Clemenza move, and you tell them that you bought a meat freezer full of meat. And now it all went bad. Yeah. And you had to invite all your friends. You had to invite Clemenza over to eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, they don't see the thing with what pissed me off about that 
Because they don't think about that. They don't give a fuck about that. Right. Oh, we're in place. Okay, but how about the fact that we just fucking had to take a day off of work to have you right. deliver it, stay home, fill up the refrigerator, had to fucking put it all in, go shopping. Now it's broken. I got to pull it all out, all my food. They don't give a right. fuck. Right, let's take another day off so yeah, they you don't can give come and take it or check it yeah. to see when you can come back. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. But, you know, whatever. It was, it was a good deal on it. But it doesn't work, so it doesn't really matter if it's a good deal. Well, that's like, check this out. I, I, I told you, my phone went crapped out. So they sent me the replacement phone. And after a day, the same thing, the thing fucking craps out. It was so bad that they had pre-installed apps that weren't even on there. They couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So now they send me a third phone, and which is this. And all of a sudden, it tells me I'm out of memory. I'm like, how can I be out of memory if I just zapped everything from my second phone into this phone? Nothing's different. Well, what do you want us to do? Well, how about the fact that I'm down two screen protectors for $60, a memory card for $30, driving to the post office twice to return the two phones. Now this phone's fucked up again. Right. What do you mean there's nothing you can do? How about you reimburse me for my fucking time and effort? Right. So I got them for some money. You know, but you, you shouldn't have to fight for that. That's my point. Right. You know, these companies, you got billions of dollars. What is it to you? Is your last name fucking, are you Joe AT&T? Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. reach out and touch someone? <laughs> Back commercial AT&T, reach out reach and touch out someone. Reach out and touch someone. And reach out and touch yourself, you fucking <laughs> fuck. But you get what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. get these representatives on the phone. I'm like, you want stock in the company or something? You're being an asshole? Yeah, they're just afraid they're going to lose their job if they give away. It's just, it is what it is. They can give you anything you want. Yeah. They really can. But here's the trick, and I'll tell this to everybody out there. If you don't get what you want, hang up, call back, get another representative. Because you always find that one guy who's pissed off at the company, who, yeah. you know what I'm saying, who's really good at his job, or, and they'll give you the right thing that you need. Right. Well, that's what happened with my iPhone years ago. They were trying, everyone was trying to tell me that my phone was wet. I opened it up, I did whatever, and I was like, yeah, that's on, but I never dropped it in water. Yep. Well, is it in your bathroom when you I'm take a eating. shower? I'm like, yeah. But that doesn't, it shouldn't, that, I didn't drop it in water. You should put, like, you can't use your phone anywhere. Yeah. I was like, because I use it, you know, outside. What are you going to say? Was it rain? Where am I going to read? And I just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. Finally, I called back another time. I got this guy. He goes, just call him and say this. They'll send you a brand new phone. You don't got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, that was it. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is fucking amazing. And it's not like you're talking about a $10 item. You're talking about an $800 fucking phone. Yeah. You know, it's 800 between the phone bill. I said this to the guy today. I said, enough for nothing. Between my phone bill and my cable bill, it's a fucking mortgage payment. Yeah. Our phone bill is 274 a month. And my cable bill is fucking, our cable is 200, mine's 170. Mm-hmm. What are you, out of your time's that by, look, that's almost $500 a month. That's almost $6,000 a year. And four years, that's $24,000 you spent on a cell phone and cable. Think about that. For right. 24,000 fucking dollars. Yep. And yeah, we got some plastic cups. Go get some string. I'll fucking call you, and we'll make our own fucking phone. <laughs> well, that's I was talking to a few people. You know, it's really funny how there was a woman in getting a phone. She was using a flip phone because her other one fried up, and she had to use this until they got. Uh-huh. And I was like, remember when we only had a <laughs> you had to go to a pay phone when yeah. you were out, and then you call collect to tell your friends like. Party's at, uh, who's the, what's your name? Party's at John's house. Yeah. Of 
collect call from Polly at John's house, and you're like, yeah. ha-ha, click. Yeah. You know, like, I used to do that to my mom. I was like, I'll call you collect just to let you know I'm all right. Right. And I'll be like, I'm okay, click. Yep. And then, yeah, you never had cell phones. No. You had answering machines. Yeah. All you beepers, would borrow, the beeper, the beeper, beeper, yeah. You used to love the beeper. I even had the, the, the fancy beeper where you call up and you call up a service. And then they would type it. And they would in. type it yeah. in. So people started getting stupid and writing dumb shit yeah. like, hey, man, you got the stuff? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But well, even those were a pain in the ass because people like, I beeped you. Why didn't you call me yeah. back? I couldn't find a, I didn't have a quarter. <laughs> yeah. And then back in the day, we used to have codes. Like if you typed in three, four, two, five. After the phone number, it spelled out V I C K. Yeah. I'd be like, dick, 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 dick. Now you used to get that all day. Dick, 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 three, four, two, five, three, four, two, five. I'm like, come yeah. on. Man. It was, uh, if you didn't put one, four, three, the chance yeah. we get passed yeah, I, love yeah, you. I love you. Like, yeah, one, four, five, nine, one, four, three. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. But anyway, I got a new phone because mine fried finally. I was sitting there talking to Klaus, actually, and it just died and couldn't charge it. Got a new phone. Now my iPhone works. Weird. You can actually factory reset that phone, and it'll probably work again. Yeah. You'd have to wipe it clean. Right. Because that's what happens. It gets too much memory on it, and it starts getting buggy. Right. Well, the guy said, when you charge your phone, don't leave it overnight charging. Because no, I ruin it too. Because two hours is the max for a battery charge. Yeah. Two hours. He goes, because then when... Your phone is at like 80. It thinks it's at 80, but it's really at 10, and it just gets all screwed See, up. The thing I like about this is it's got the fast charge, an hour and 20 minutes uh-huh. to charge, and I have a 20-hour battery life, Yeah, which is great. But, you know, it, it's – it's. but there's 90 other things fucking wrong with right. the phone. Right. So, you know, we got new phones. New, and, you know, Christmas. Christmas passed. And then everything was breaking that you need new yes. shit. So now that you, now now you I, have I no got money. The, I got the Alexa for Christmas ah. from Amazon, which is great. Because now all they do is they talk to things. I'm yelling at the thing. Alexa, I'm like, stop fucking playing music. Because if it doesn't work, but like you can answer things. Alexa, play me a song. Alexa, sing me a song. Right. You know, and it, it'll talk to you. Alexa, play a game. Alexa, play Jeopardy. Like, this is what I do at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm playing with Alexa. <laughs> I got the dot. He's got yeah, the dot, which the, 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 the dot is the same thing. You can do exactly the same thing for $49 as you could for $179. Except the $179 Echo that I have just has a kick-ass speaker to it. Right. But the dot, you can put it up to a Bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. and still play music. Right. But it's a great little fucking item. Between, between Alexa and Google, I really don't have to leave the house. No. <laughs> Literally, I can get anything I want through Alexa and Google. And it freaks me out, though, because... You know, Big Brother's fucking watching. Like, oh, yeah. I just got an email today from Verizon because I watched Finding Dory on a website, and it said you've watched this movie. It's copyrighted content. You can't do that. And if you do it again, we're gonna slow down your internet. Really? Yeah. I was like, holy shit, really? There's 40 billion people on the internet. How did you possibly know that I watched Finding Fucking Dory? I don't know. It's weird. But even just see what they're doing with the toll booths now, there's going to be no more toll booths. No, what? Only Easy Pass. And if you don't have Easy Pass, they just read your license plate and send you a bill in the mail. I, I told you that. They already have it on the, uh, the what do you call it? The, uh, Couple of the, uh, the tunnel. The tunnel has no more. Because they can't get all the deadbeats that aren't going to pay the bill. Oh, I didn't get the letter. Oh, I ain't paying. What do you, how can they make you pay? I don't know. Yeah. Think about it. I got years ago. 
I would just went through and went through and went through. Right. Well, they'll probably then they'll start giving you <laughs> taking your uh, warrants out and stuff. I bet like, they're, they're, they're gonna have to go after licenses then. Yeah. They're gonna have to suspend you if you don't pay it. Yeah. So there's gonna be some harsh fines or laws behind that because if they don't do that, you know. Right. And the thing is, and they're gonna hit you for sixteen dollars instead of just go get. I don't know why people don't have easy pass, but they're worried about people following and know where they are, but now they're going to know where you are. They're following yeah. you all over the place, you know? You can't do anything anymore. You are, you're doing something, they they have cameras everywhere, either outside a store or security oh, cameras. Oh, especially in Manhattan. Place. Manhattan has cameras everywhere. Yeah. Fucking well. Yep. Well, you know what? I guess it's a good thing, but it's fucked up that this country has become that. Yeah, it's... It's you all, know, it's, it's all the computers be, and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see with Trump in presidency, you know, what's going to go on the next two years in this country. Right. Well, he's the only smart one. He doesn't use email. Yeah, he said, he said, <laughs> he, he, said he said, mail me a letter. Yeah. He said, I will not text to do email. Yep. Very true. You know, because look at how they got uh, Hillary on this thing, who, by the way, might be running for mayor. I will never vote for her. Really? Yeah. That she's thinking about running against the Blasio for the Democratic seat, and then whoever they go. Over. I bet you she wins it. Probably. I mean, she almost won the presidency. Yeah. So. And New York. New York. Yeah, New York loves it. It's, Staten Island does it. We hate her. I hate but, uh, you know. It's gonna we're, going in a, we're going in a very weird direction, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse. Let's hope it's for the best. Yeah. It's going to wind up like... Uh, Red Dawn. Yeah. You know, like, we're going to be living off the land. Everything's going to crash, and we're going to be living off the land again. Which, you know what? There's nothing I'm wrong fine. with that, though. I'm fine with it. It's funny. We look at these other countries. You know, we're the only country that doesn't really live off of bugs or eat weird things right. or live off the land like that. Like, we, we, we look down on these other countries, but people don't realize you go out and forage and hunt. You're eating so much better and so much healthier. And then yeah. The difference in taste is fucking astronomical. I mean, even when we were upstate, we had the, the house of state. You know, we go out and pick fresh raspberries, blueberries, wild rose. All the stuff was growing. Like, we had a huge garden and all stuff that grew wild. And we go hunting for deer and fresh venison. And then go pick the, the fucking raspberries right off the tree and make a port wine raspberry yeah. fucking... Oh, dude, it, it, you can't eat like that anywhere. Well, you can't even go to a five-star restaurant and get that quality. Mm-hmm. But we're the assholes that want to eat the McDonald's and the crap and the garbage and the instant gratuity and all that other shit, and we're killing ourselves. Yeah. Well, speaking of hunting and stuff, Mary has a squirrel in her ceiling. So I bought a trap, and I went up on a roof, and it's like a crawl space roof. This, this, this reminds me of a scene out of a movie. This should be filmed. I can pinch you. Uh, did, did you dress up for the occasion? I had like, yeah, I was kind of dressed up like. I know, I know you. You probably wearing boots, camel pants, and had gloves on and a yep. hat. And- gloves, hat, everything. I was all set. I go out on the roof. It's all ice. So I kind of climb out on the roof. I stand up, and I'm, I'm petrified of heights. And there's no light. It's a flat roof. So it's coming in through one of the vents, like in the attic, you know, like it doesn't have an attic. It's just a crawl space or whatever. So long story short, I get out there and I'm looking around for like tracks or like pieces of hair hanging off of something that I know where to put this trap. And all of a sudden he had, 
this fucking squirrel is staring at me from a tree, like barking at me with his tail over his head, like ready for the attack. Then he's jumping from tree to tree, staring me down, getting closer to me because I was, that was the squirrel. So I was trying, you know, on his, and he, I wouldn't move because I was panicked that he was going to come at me and I was going to slip on the ice and fall off the roof. So did you finally get him or not? So, no, not yet. But he kept jumping. Finally, he went across the street, jumped up on the top of a, a phone telephone pole, and stared me down for about 45 minutes, chirping at me. Squirrels are very smart. Don't underestimate that. Yeah. No. I tell you, when I was in Virginia, we used to have squirrels, tons of them. And they were like, it was like, it was literally like I was watching, I would go out on the front porch, smoke weed, and watch the squirrel circus. They would jump right. and the things they can do, they're very agile. They had things they can yeah. swing from and jump from. And the funny part was I used to sit there with my dog. And I remember one morning coming out, I went back in to get coffee or soda or a drink or something. I come out, the squirrel sitting with the fucking dog. And my dog's licking the fucking squirrel and hanging out. <laughs> and they became like best of friends. Like, I hated the fucking thing, but it was so adorable and so amazing to watch the squirrel would follow my little dog around on the porch, and I'd feed the dog, and I'd feed the squirrel after a while, wasn't afraid <laughs> None of, of this happened. He was high as a guy. No, no, I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God to you. I have pictures of it somewhere on my old phone. Matter of fact, I even have the video of, of it somewhere I posted on Facebook, too, going back years ago, but the dog was, they would hang out mm-hmm. and eat and fucking hang out together. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah. So, well, it hasn't been back. And I keep checking the trap, and it's it goes off, but he's not in it. It's like one of those safe traps, you know, like it goes in, it closes them down. Then I went up when it was snowing, I couldn't find any tracks whatsoever. But then today, I went to my food trailer, then to get something out of it, and there's deer tracks all over it. Wow. Like it, it was walking around, I guess, smelling it. I was following all these different tracks. So I'm far salmon, it's the Home Depot, but there's deer everywhere. Yeah. There you go. We can go so deer hunting and hunting. Yeah. put some fresh venison on your food truck. Yeah. Just trying, trying to do some hunting and tracking or whatever. But uh, see, Christmas was good. Christmas was pretty good, man. New Year's, what you do on? Why up doing on New Year's? New Year's, you went to a friend's house to a party. You know, it was nice. They got the the big bagel. Well, cuts and they ordered it from the square that you know, like the LV right. pizza and some calzones and. L&B, how about what happened there? Did you see the guy got killed that owns L&B? No, what was this? Killed execution style in his house. Yeah, this was Not a mob hit. This was like six months ago. Was it? Yeah. yeah. He got shot in the back of the head in his house, the old man. Yeah, but yeah. I guess the, the something happened that they got the guy or did whatever, and it wasn't a mob hit. It was just a junkie following him home, and he went to get money. Wow. Because he had a bag of money. But... When the guy got shot, something happened with the junkie guy and, like, threw the bag up in the air, and, the, and a lot of the money, like, flew around. So it wasn't wasn't a mop head. That's what came out. Just uh, Okay. So. Wow. Yeah, but, you know, Spumoni, you had the, the bagel and everything. And now, I heard L&B does a tasting menu, like Patrizia's in Brooklyn. And they have I had them for the Year's Brooklyn? My, uh, I went to my cousin's house. He had a party, and he ordered catering from there and had, like, lamb chops. And What'd you think? The food's pretty fucking good. It was good. good, yeah. Good stuff. We've done their tasting menu, and it's out of control. Mm-hmm. Out of fucking control. You get the $50 head menu. 
you're doing lamb chops, steak, pasta, eight pepperoni. Yeah. My brother-in-law loves it there, but he went there around Christmas, and he goes, the tasting menu, they must have cheesed out because it was so packed. But it was eight guys, and they only gave them four lamb chops, four this, four that. And yeah, they give you guys. one lamb chop. No, but they only gave him, like, it was half a thing for everybody. Wow. They wouldn't give him more lamb chops. And he goes, but there's eight of us. Yeah. Why are you giving us four, you know? Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> hell no. Especially somebody, they all, all ordered the same package. Yeah. Really? They should have complained. But I think it was just because it was busy. You probably didn't have enough. I would have bit his fucking arm off for a lamb chop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was he had a whole uh, chafing dish filled of lamb, full of lamb chops. I was just snacking on them like oh, a sandwich. Like, yeah. The lollipop chops are fucking yeah. great. One of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, croquettes, mm-hmm. veal, uh, veal milanese or something, or veal marsala. There was chicken, Sorrentino, and Good stuff. They do good food. They yeah. do. Let me tell you something. Probably one of, if not the best Italian restaurant on Staten Island. Yeah. Forget Eva Tecca Maria and all that. Other I went shit. to Mario's over the holiday weekend. Mario's was decent too. Not bad. It was just I looked at the menu and there's nothing jumped out. The only thing I really. What did you eat? I ordered the pork. Mary got the pork asabuco. Okay. And I got. Uh, the veal, veal chop. Okay. And it was a nice pounded out veal chop, but they smothered it with like a case of fucking tomatoes. See, like we, we, less is more. We did the pizza frita, which is fried pizza, which was good. It wasn't great. It was good. The papadala Monterejana, which is the sauce with the prosciutto and the onions. God could have came to Italy and made it better himself. It was spot mm. on the fucking money. But then we got the rack of lamb and it was... Uh, yeah. There was no sauce, which was very weird. It was yeah, my friend Charlie got uh, the lamb, and it was like, yeah. like Yeah, there was hot. nothing to it. There was no sauce on it. There was at least a demi, a port wine reduction. Yeah. The octopus was, was good. Yes, yes. There's a few dishes in there that he does very well. He was the chef from... Angelina's. Yeah, and 18th Avenue, Milucci. Uh, hmm? Yeah. Milucci, yeah. I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Milalucci. No, Milalucci. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know what you're talking about. It was Milalucci. Mella Vanilla Lucci. Yeah, Mella Vanilla Lucci, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he was on, he was Milalucci. So he, the guy does well. He's a seasoned Italian guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. He came out. We met him a couple of times. Pizza's pretty good. You know, I, I feel bad. They got that Mario to go. I don't know if that does anything. Ooh. It's got a great little concept. Nice little place. Right, bring your own pot and I'll fill it up yeah. with the... Great little kind. I don't know if he still does this, but I gave the idea to my uncle. We do it at our, our restaurant, Stuzy now. Um, he has a book on the table. When he brought over the check, every time we went, the check was in his book, and you leave right. comments. Yeah. And I actually read through a lot of comments. And I thought that's a great idea. I was like, and he actually came over. He said, you know what? He goes, I'm going to be honest with you. He goes, I read the books every night. The waiters bring me the books in, and I read the comments from every night. He goes, I'm constantly seeing what people think. You know, he goes, and it's a good way to keep up with yourself to see, are they putting enough sauce? Right. Are they doing enough of this? Is there enough sauce? And he goes, that's why I try to stay on top of the game. I think it's a great fucking idea, great yeah. way to do it. I thought it was friggin' genius. The only thing I didn't like was that they were cleaning up around us, mopping, sweeping. Like it was 9.30 at night. Like, stop rushing us out of the place. Yeah. You know? It was, spent, it was a $600 bill. 
and you're trying to rush us out. You know? It's a weird location. It's a good yeah. location, but it's a weird spot, too. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I think that he's got a great idea. I'm not... talking on the roof, though, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to walk to the fucking roof. No, we got an elevator. No. Do they? Yeah, yeah, we do. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, yeah, so the New Year was all right, you know, whatever. But uh, tonight we have a former guest, Chef Klaus Kronsteiner. Klaus Kronsteiner. Klaus, he's going to be calling in. He's, uh, I tell you, as much as I love Klaus, Klaus, it kind of makes me sad a little bit because the last time he was on, my stepmom was on. Remember, they would talk German. Yes. They spoke German, and they, they basically took over the whole show. Right, yeah. But, uh, uh, I forgot about that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Klaus is calling in. He's a uh, new chef de cuisine over in this Chez Catherine in Westfield, New Jersey. I went there. Cool little place. Seats about 30 people. Got a great pastry chef. Great uh, sous chef. And that's it. It's a small little kitchen. The owner is a really nice guy, Stefan Bachart. Awesome. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's wild. But good place. Cool guy. And he's doing a rockin' food dinner. A 10-course, every meal represents a, a classic rock song. Now, is there, are you going to play the music? Is there going to yeah. be a live band? I'm, I'm going to be emceeing, and we play the song. I'm going to give what the meal is, and then everyone sits down and eats. And then when the next one comes out, no. Now, how much is it for this 10-course meal? I'm not sure he's going to say. I think it's like 200-something bucks. I'm not sure if booze is included. 10-course meal. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, ask, we'll ask him about that when he calls in. But uh, This might be him calling in now. I don't know. 917. Is that Klaus? Well, well let's just pick it up. Yeah, well, we got a net also on. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, well, let's see who's on the line here. We got a call coming in. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy, 917 area code. What's going on? Hey, no, I work at you, Catherine. Oh, who's this? Natalie. What's up, Natalie? This is Rob, and you're talking to Rob and Clem. What's up? What's up? I think Hi, I believe Klaus is Klaus calling in right now, too, right? Yay, yep. awesome. All right, hold on. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, it's Klaus. Can you hear me? Hey, Klaus. Yes, we can hear you, Klaus, my friend. What's up, what's Klaus? Up? See, that's the timing on my team. Everybody calls at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so actually, right now we have... They're listening what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, right now we have yeah. Chef Klaus Kronsteiner and Chef Natalie... Pardras, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? It's Porostina. It's Cuban. Porostina, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Porostina. Okay. So what's going on, Nat and Klaus? We're shaking. Well, you want to dog Nat or should I dog? <laughs> no, go ahead, go, go. I love your accent. Go. go. Yeah, but like, <laughs> good. Like, I'm going to give over. Basically, what you said, you know, we took. There's an old idea from me. I had a couple of years back. Wait, wait, time out. Take some time out. Time out, Klaus. I just got to say. I know. That was a bit. Klaus keeps <laughs> filling up this water bottle that has ice in it, and he keeps shaking it directly into the microphone. I know. Every time someone falls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
And then it's like what you said, you know, a couple of years back, I had the idea to take rock songs and create uh, dishes around it. But, you know, you need to have the right restaurant, the right setting to do stuff like this. And you need the right team behind you, too. You know, there's a lot of creativity going in. Right. And we really, uh, you know, we took uh, health spells. We took uh, smoke on the water, sympathy for the devil, and uh, read emotion and listen to the songs and the uh Wording and not only why, you know, why they were written these songs, what, what the band members like, and then we put our own interpretation on it. And right. you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, the price is 225, this includes the pairing. It's a uh, nine course tasting with an Amos Bush, and uh, we having a, a hello drink or something, and a martini. I don't even know how Stefan made it. And I hope Christina is calling in too, you know. Now, do you get uh, you, wine pairings and stuff with that, or? Yes, yes, wine pairings, and we have other drinks uh, paired with it. Nice. Of course, you nice. have to be careful because otherwise, everybody has three bottles of wine. We can't give you the martini, otherwise, in middle in, mid, middle in the tasting, everybody's wasted. <laughs> yes. <Well, laughs> then we don't have to cook the whole thing. We come back for the second uh, five courses out of time. Right, come, come back <laughs> next week when you're out. <laughs> Now I've been to I've been to now how do you pronounce it Shea Catherine or Shez Catherine? <laughs> no, it's Shea Catherine. It's Shea Catherine. I know it's Shea Catherine. Oh, all right. So it's Shea yeah. Catherine, and it's the coolest little place. And now it's very quiet and stuff. But there was when we went there. Now, it was like a table where, of friends. Where is Shea Catherine located? It's in Westfield, New Jersey. Westfield, New Jersey. Okay. Now, now class, let me ask you a question. Are you? A big rock and roll guy, like you know, you seem like you're into music. You're doing this whole thing. I mean, is that your type of music? Or are you just doing this to do it? Uh, well, I was actually I was a professional musician. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah but a different kind of music, you know. I, I, I'm at this time of point. I mean, classical rock is always something I'm listening to. I was a huge Queen fan, Beatles, rock and roll, uh, Rolling Stones. I saw the Stones live four times. Um, yeah, me too. At Great this show, time, man. I, I'm, I actually, I'm actually an Austrian country music fan. <laughs> I love country music. My, country man, music. my my music, my man is Finn McCraw out and over. <laughs> Klaus, I love you, but I'm sorry I can't picture you jamming out the country music. I just don't see it. <laughs> I can see you get into the rock and roll, you know, but I can't picture you put on some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and dancing around in some Tim McGraw. Yeah. We do it all the time. All right. We do it all the time. But no cowboy hat. I'm not a hat He's not a hat No, the boots, I used to wear the kitchen cowboy boots. It's a little slippery, but nothing. And an apron. Cowboy boots and an apron. I worked with you. I've seen that before. I believe this is another Shea Catherine person. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, it's Chris, nature uh, chef from Shea Catherine. Yeah. All right, we got the whole kitchen crew. Nice. We have the whole yeah, entire kitchen here. crew on here. If you're all on the phone, who the hell's cooking right now? <laughs> so you yeah, call call okay. Today. okay, that that is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> 
We have Chef Christine Migton on right now, and uh, Hi. this is the whole crew. Yeah, we got, crew. maybe we got the dishwasher. Who's this calling? <laughs> 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 we got another call coming in. We get up and see who it is. Our dishwasher could actually be a cook, too, or better than some of the other restaurants' cooks. All right, let's see if this is another person from the Shake Cat. Shake Cat. Hold on. Hello, you're chewing the fat with big and beefy. I would never wash your dishes, boys. (laughs) 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 Is this Johnny Steph? What's What's up, man? Yeah. What's up, How you doing, kid? What's going on? How are we doing? Who the hell is cooking right now? (laughs) No, they're off tonight. (laughs) What? They're all off. Now, I just heard a little <laughs> yeah. rumor that Johnny Serp was, is going to be doing a night over at Shea Catherine. Yeah, yeah that was way, way away. We were talking like um, 2000, uh, 2027, I think he booked me for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I'm going to do one in, uh, I, I might be in June or something like that. No, yeah, I think I'm in November. No, you in right. September. Right, what did we say, Klaus? September for me? Yeah. September? Okay, okay. Perfect. We're going to get Italian night over there. Gotta have the Clemenza what? Italian night over at Shea Catherine's. Yeah. This Italian is uh, and other stuff. We're going to start in uh we're going to start in April a gas check program. And we're going to start with the Greg Shelton from the former Ryland Inn and uh we have uh, Melissa, uh John, Robert, then we have two people from Europe. We have uh Tommy Hofer from Italy and Stefan Haas from Austria. And yeah, nice. I think uh, Eric Natalie's, Levine, uh, a former guest of ours. Eric Levine's going to be there, right? Who? Eric Levine? Eric Levine is invited. He just texted me today that he might, there's a chance, oh, no, not today, last week he said he might come. It's a 40% chance because uh, he is hosting the next day an event and he has to cook. And I told uh, him he just should come and relax. I hope he's coming. Oh, right. the fact that you said forty percent chance. It's like it's a percent chance that he'll be there. And there's only a ten percent chance of that. Yeah, listen, this is his word. If his wife let him go alone. He's all the best. That just narrows it down that he ain't coming because his wife ain't let him go alone. We already know the answer to that. Well, she's invited too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she wants to come alone. <laughs> oh, easy, Klaus. Easy, Klaus. Oh, oh. Home record. So listen, uh, you take all all this stuff the wrong way. I may take it the right way. <laughs> 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 it's easy to take it the wrong way. Uh, yeah, especially right. with, so John, especially with John me and Rob. Yeah, well, usually it's the wrong way, so it's easy to take it that way. <laughs> yeah, John is going to be our guest chef in September, and we're going to find, uh, I think we, John has a, a organization, we're going to donate uh, some of the uh, for from the dinner. To yeah, I think uh, it's like Rob Burmeister it, Cable Foundation. It's my two sons' college fund is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yes. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever it is. 
If we didn't download no, launch, then uh, account font. <laughs> no, we could do. We could do some towards the uh, the burn center. We could do like uh, maybe point five percent towards the burn center, right. or something like that. <laughs> we'll they they have to give we'll you a check for a dollar fifty. Zero 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 point one percent goes to forty percent. Only ten percent of the time. I like that. I like so, that. Right. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to so, say, uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I'll let you guys go back to the show. Are you getting your ass over here, sir? Are you working tonight or something, or are you just hanging? No, I got the kids um, cooking dinner for Suzanne right now. She'll be home in about 15 minutes, and then um, so you like you like Mr. Free. Mom tonight. <laughs> he's playing. Tonight, he's I am playing Mr. Mom. Yeah. Mr. Mom. Yeah. He's got all the apron, the, the can't, house dress. Can can't sell chop right, boys. You got to get down there. <laughs> I know. Tell you, as soon as I came on TV, I was psyched. Great. It's one of the best times of the year. The can can't sell. It's sick. Oh Here's yeah. Shit, I got today. <laughs> yeah, you really are Mr. Bob, you can brother. see it for the next five years, too, because you, you'll never exactly. use some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I love chickpeas. Give me 50 cans of chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I love hummus the with this. Today. I swear I am. You're going to make yeah. Yeah, I love the hummus with the chickpeas. I'm going to make it. I swear I am. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, boys, get back to the show. I'll um, I'll try to get there in the next um, next couple of weeks if I can, okay? Yeah, All right, Joe. Okay. Right. Miss you, man. All right, happy New Year, happy brother. New Year. Happy, happy New, New Year, Year. Happy New Year, guys. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Pretty voice. Bye. Happy New Year, Mr. Bob. All right, so class, let's talk a little bit more about this dinner. So you can come too, but you have to pay. <laughs> no, uh, it be, it's on Wednesday the 18th. Uh, it's going to start at 6.30. Uh, Robert is there and is going to uh, go to the program with us as MC. Um, some of the songs, it's but I can't tell you all the songs. It's Loose in the Sun, Simon. Smoke, smoke on the Water, then Sympathy for the Devil. Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, Stairway to Heaven, Hell's Bells, Pay the Black, Born in the USA, Sweet Emotion, and When the Lights Go Down in the City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, That's yeah, going to be a nice espresso marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, guys. A, little, a little cucumber water in the jar with a little pot smoke on top of it inside <laughs> yeah. a jar. Open it up. Yeah, I can tell you. No, no, it's just... It's, uh, it's well, actually think, it's, uh, uh, it, it's a peat gazpacho with the, uh, strawberry mint uh, and Fresno pepper. Uh, how do you want to say this? Ice verification and smoke inside. Nice. You should uh, actually, Philomena just made smoke on the popcorn. Yeah. She, burnt, she burnt the bag of, uh, <laughs> of microwave popcorn. <laughs> I didn't even think it was possible to burn microwave popcorn. <laughs> it's like a fireball in the middle. It's so small. It's so smoldering. Yeah. You can start a campfire with it. They're picking on me. The guys are picking on me. Is, 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 is she trying to burn down your studio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't plug in the, studio, the microwave in the studio because it's, the outlet's no good. Can I use it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. This place would have been smoked out. But, uh... Next time I'll bring my own popcorn already popped. There you go. I gotta say the burnt popcorn is pretty good though. Yeah, not bad. Klaus, Klaus is gonna make that. 
Yeah, but it's not going to be made with popcorn. It's going to be made with like baby seal or something like yeah. that, or you know, like something <laughs> crazy. Now, um, you know, Shea Catherine, pretty pretty awesome place. It's connected to like this little uh, little hotel. It's on like a main street with all little shops and everything. Really cool. And uh, how long have you been there now, Clem? I mean, Clem. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> I've been there for about five minutes. Uh, I, 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 I've been there since uh, after Mother's Day. I started last year after Mother's Day there. Uh, after the former owner, uh, he was a, also a French gentleman. And uh, in September, Stefan Bocchi took over. And we hired uh, uh, Chris back, and we hired uh, Natalia. Um, you know, and uh, we have a good team there. We are all basically at the same position. They're all great chefs, my partners there. So you know, it's 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 a good team. We it's fun to cook with good people. Then right. you really can uh, the creativity can come out, and you know, you don't have to control what anybody else does. You can really focus what you're doing. So right. yeah, and the, the only difference between it's, it's so awesome because the size of the place, you fit about 30 people in there comfortably. So even it when you have it. three tables, you, you're not feeling like the place is empty. You know, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, and even we try to rush the people out. It's not something where you come to, to eat in, in 45 minutes and you hit the road. You know, it's right. not meant to be. It's not something where you bring your two-year-old and we love kids and everything. But at the same said. time, it's, you know, it's it's a small, uh, uh, nice, unique uh, setting. Normally, we do French food. You know, I mean, this is our our right. our 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 focus, main focus. Of course, uh, we try to take it from our term and mo- modernize the whole uh, whole cooking styles. We use all all what we can use from molecular cuisine to traditional techniques. We use everything we can. So, right, you know, right. today. Today's days, everybody's watching Food Network and they're watching you, and then <laughs> we have to come up with ideas. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, well, that's what uh, Sometimes it's difficult because people don't really understand what we do. And it's not only in my restaurant, it's in other restaurants too. And, uh, you know, how you would stay really traditional French, you know, there's, French is not only French. There's too much other stuff involved. And if you would go to Paris today, to the Michelin star rated restaurants, do they really cook French? That's the question. Right, no? right. And if you put no, the but I mean, on the menu, the portions are fantastic. You don't walk out like you're stuffed. You're full. Whatever. You, I mean, it was just. I, I enjoy. I mean, Mary loved it. We left there. She was so happy that we went. It was, you know, right up her alley. It was perfect. Uh-huh. She got to drink. I had to, you know, I had to drive home, so. (laughs) Sucks for me. I couldn't tie one on and enjoy the food, but, you know. It was good stuff, and I'm kind of psyched. And that's next Wednesday, right? It's next Wednesday, yeah. Next Wednesday, the 18th. So, if anybody is interested, we still have a couple places empty. I mean, it's filling up pretty fast. As you said, it's a small place, you know. Right, right. And, uh, well, I got I a couple of people couple. from that I was at New Year's with that want to come, but they always say that it's not a guarantee. But I will find out. They all just went to Vermont, so they're coming home this week, 
and I'll let you know uh, if you can put them in for it. Yeah, give me a ring. You know where I am. And uh, um, otherwise, you know, I mean, it's really if you don't come for this, you know, come by anytime. Anybody will listen because it, it's worth it. I mean, I'm getting fatter and fatter. I just went to the doctor because my basic chef feeds me so place at 9 o'clock in the morning and I have to eat cakes and I have to eat. You know, I blame her on everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm so, the same way. I got to stop. Well, I stopped smoking, and now I'm really getting bigger than a house, and everything hurts me. So that might be the last good. time I eat is at your place. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> at least you have a good memory on it, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you for letting us call in. And um, yeah, I see you all next week on Wednesday, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll talk to you before then. And, uh, you know, everyone listening, if you're out in Westfield, New Jersey, hit up uh, Shay Catherine. And it's a great kitchen crew, great owner, and some great food. So uh, it's an experience. So head out oh, there, I'm enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, January 18th, we're going to be doing the Rockin', rockin' Food menu, right. which is uh, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. So, uh, all right. Yeah, well, happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you, and have a good evening. Thank you still, so okay? much. Bye-bye. All right. I'll bye-bye, talk guys. to you soon. All, all right, right. Bye-bye. I'll see you two bye. guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. All right. Well, don't forget to call in. I'll push it next Monday also. All right. Let's do it. Okay, good. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, ciao. Nice, nice. Klaus, Klausen, Klausen, So, all right. Well, we had Johnny Serp. We had a lot of people there. Uh, not two shabs. I'm just trying to look. I want to do some uh, radio drops in a little while. For some ver- verification, but uh, do we ever come up with a top five? I don't know. I mean, we were talking about doing the, the New Year's thing. Yeah. But New Year's resolutions, uh, you know. Huh. Yeah. I, I just like the Christmas the... one with the snow. What are your top five favorite things to do in the snow? All right. All right. You know? Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, I can't take this thing. You can see we're organized today. Yeah. Look, it's that week back after two weeks. We're just getting back into the groove. Yeah, so we'll be right back with our top five. This is uh, Chef Noel, Corner and India. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Here is Klaus Konstner, Chef at Grillstone Scotch Plain. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Peavy. You will be back. This is Steve Schroeder of Chewing the Fat with Big and Peavy. Hello, everybody. This is Vinny Accardi from Hell's Kitchen and Room 55, chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, 
Hey, this is Jeff Jessica Vogel, and I just got sandwiched by Big and Beefy. You're listening to Chewing the Fat. This is Chef Barrett, Season 11, Hell's Kitchen. I'm Chewing the Fat, you're Chewing the Fat. We're all Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy, right here. Chef Eddie Canlon loves Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Hey guys, this is Chrissy Melissi from Chrissy's Teeth. You guys are listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is the Pope of the Raceless, y'all Paul Peroni. Listen to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Lou from the Chef's Table, and if you know where it's at, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Sean Quinn's Shop Champion, and you're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Now go to ChefSeanQuinn.com and buy some bacon jam, would you? Big and Beefy's All right, so we're back. We are doing our top five right now, and it's going to be your top five things that you like to do in the snow. Like the snow is out. You know, I just saw a video from my buddy Aaron out in Washington. They're on the feet of snow. We got snow here. It was snowing in Virginia, North Carolina. Yeah, my uncle got hit with like eight, ten inches down there. That's big for them. Yeah. That's crazy because it doesn't always snow, and they're not like equipped with nine thousand. No, they're not, but they should be because over the last couple of years it started snowing right. down there a lot. But for them, you're right. There's no, they're shut down. When it snows, right. they they shut the fuck down. Yep. Which it's like the used perfect, to be how this was. The perfect Victor Potato video: the bread and milk. They panic. Yeah. If the word snow is even mentioned, you're not finding bread and milk anywhere in the state of Virginia. Right. Right. And that's how it used to be when we were kids. I mean, school would open sometimes, but you'd get up early to listen to the yeah. the radio to see if the school was going to be closed. And then all the stores were closed, only like local places that people lived upstairs, like a deli or a uh, a bar or something would stay open just for people to walk to, like to get out of the house. And it was great. Now it's like... You have to plow everything just so all of the pl- everyone can open. You, you can't skip it. So it sucks. I don't know. I'm just so sick of everything being like rushed and open 24 hours. It's just crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Some days used to be nice. It would be nothing around open. You go to church or maybe a yeah. restaurant early or whatever. Now it's like it's it's like a Saturday. People are the malls open late. Never, it's just, I just can't stand it. But anyway, our top five favorite things to do in the snow. What do you got, Clem? I got to say, making snow angels. I used to love going outside and making a snow angel. Now it's more like a giant snow angel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you call a giant snow angel, but I also love staying in and roasting marshmallows and drinking hot cocoa. When we were kids, we used to roast fucking marshmallows. I mean, have a fireplace, not but on the stove. What? Like roasted peppers. Yeah. We used to roast peppers. Get a pork, roast marshmallows, drink hot cocoa, stay in your pajamas all day. Yeah. Watch movies, run around the house. You know. Yep. Even building a snowman. I used to love going outside and building a snowman. Yeah. Now they have kits. I was in BJ's today. Is a snowman kit? Yeah, it's like paint and stuff to put in it. And it's basically like you're making a snow cone. You can, like, it's colored, like, liquid paint. 
That's really? Something. That you can do the eyes and the nose and all this other stuff. And that, that is a great invention idea. Great yes. animator right there. Yeah, but we used to use now, charcoal. Yeah, we used right. charcoal, charcoal and carrot. carrot. We were getting carrot out of the refrigerator. <laughs> Go and sleigh ride. I would still to this day go sleigh riding if I had a big enough sleigh. Nah, yeah. I went last year and I was like seeing people going down and taking hits. I'm like, I can't afford to get hurt having <laughs> fun. <laughs> I remember the greatest thing ever. We were down on Rosebank at Von Reasons Park and there's that big hill. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, maybe it wasn't like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Von Reasons. There was a car hood there. We found the car hood. Yeah, and we, we all jumped on the yeah. car hood. And there was like nine of us going down on this car hood. And we got fucking speed up. You know, we hit the bottom. There was like a little jump thing. We went up in the air and boom, it landed. There was just kids splattered everywhere. It was yeah. the greatest thing ever, man. Yeah, we did that on a, a Volkswagen roof. Someone cut the roof off of a Volkswagen. Yeah. So it had four things that you could hold on oh, to. It goes down. It was fucking crazy. Now, I'm going to give you my all-time number one. They got the car, go down to a parking lot, and just fucking nail it and do donuts and spin around and slide all over. I used to, when I had my Camaro, dude, the fun I used to have down Southeast parking lot during the blizzard, it was Mm. great. It was great. I would just spin all over the place. Yeah. I miss those days. I really do. Yep. I like the the sleigh ride, but drinking. Going down, a little blackberry brandy. Mm. Man, I was like, oh, how masculine that is. But when you're a teenager or whatever, it kept you warm. It was like a thing. Blackberry, blackberry brandy. brandy was a thing. That's what we yeah. drank back in the day. No, it was very masculine. That was good. Yeah. You know, I like, uh, it wasn't so much the actually going downhill and stuff. It was hanging out. Yeah. Hanging out with your buddies. You know, because when I was a kid, you know, my father would take us, and you'd go up and down. It was fun, whatever, but I don't really remember that much. But, no, uh, but I do miss the blackberry brandy, snowball fighting, you know? Yeah. I like grilling in the snow. So do I. Like sliding the grill and just yeah. going out there. Because one of my favorite things is when it snows, it's so quiet outside. Muffled. No matter how loud it is, it's quiet. Yeah. It's like muffled. Yeah. So you go out there and you just, yeah, you know, I got my boots on, pajama pants, and a, and a bathrobe, and a, and like the big, <laughs> the hat, the Russian hat on, you know, it's good. It's peaceful. It's so yeah. tranquil and peaceful. And I don't mean to sound like fruity or anything, but it's beautiful by itself. Yeah. Everything's clean white. You don't see the garbage, the graffiti. When the first snowfall hits and you go outside, it's just absolutely breathtaking to yep. places. And uh, I like driving in the snow with, with my Jeep, my four-wheel Middle, it's dark out. No, no one's out on the road except for like an occasional bus, and I can drive in the middle of like Clove Road, take my time, and just relax. And it's, it's yeah, you must have fun with that Jeep in the wintertime. Yeah, except everyone wants a ride. <laughs> when I worked out in uh, Newdorp at that restaurant, they had to open. We have to open, blah blah blah. So I had to go and pick up the whole entire crew from from you know. The guy Victor lived over here. So the guy Ross lived over here. So one guy would meet me at my house, and then we'd have to go over and watch all grow, pick up the other guy just so we could get there, sit around and do nothing. But well, we got paid, so. Whatever. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You're driving around. Yeah, I took gas money bucket. from him. It was yeah. like, all right. But uh, one of my favorite and my last, my number one, is actually going like day drinking. When you don't go to work or nothing like that, you I go to walk to a bar. Walk to like Duffy's. 
whatever bartender shows up, and you just sit there all day and drink because you know you don't have your car. I mean, we used to do all the houses when I grew up in Port Richmond, and all the people would just come out, snow, shovel, drink. Then we'd, like, go to someone's house, and everyone would bring stuff over to make soup, and we'd make soup and sit around and get loaded. It was just good, good times. It always brought out the best in everybody, a good snow. Yeah. Like, when I lived in Florida, there was a big uh, blizzard here, and I was calling people on a, on a payphone back in 93, and they were all drunk and passing around the cordless phone back then. Yeah. Hey, Rob's on the phone, and they were all shit-faced, shoveling and having a good time, and I was jealous. I was in Florida, jealous as shit, but, you know, snow... Smells good for a good day and a half, two days. Then it gets gray, dirty, filthy, disgusting. Yeah, that's what I don't like when it's all cocktified. Yeah, and then and now they give tickets out if you don't shovel your house out right. So like I have to make sure I shovel. I can't even just hunker myself in because I got a ticket last year. I fought it and I still had to pay it. It was one hundred and eleven dollars. Oof. I had pictures of the proof that I was at Mary's house overnight, and then I came here, and I put wood chips out and all. Nothing. They didn't want to hear it. They're like, uh, you have a lot of lot of proof, but you still got to pay. They only, they only so, want the almighty dollar. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was back. That, that, was that last year or the year before? I'm not even sure, but just it's a shit, it was a shit show. So, I don't know. You got anyone out there? Uh, I'm going to check that right now. So, Amina, what about you? What's your favorite thing to do? Go snowmobiling. Ooh. That's actually a really fucking good I one. I haven't snowmobiled since, like, a ski trip in high school. Yeah, but tell me you wouldn't love to go oh. snowmobiling. I always want a snowmobile or a four-wheeler to go around. But That's another good one on the quad. Sit yeah. by the fireplace and play cards and drink hot cocoa. Okay. Play in the snow and make a snow angel. Go sledding in the snow. Champagne in the snow. If I remember growing up in Brooklyn, and the grown-ups would shovel, and all of us kids would play, and then we'd get to a certain point where they were thirsty, so they would get a bottle of champagne and open it and give us a little bit each. Nice. So... And it was nice and white. Everything was white. I love our buddy Luca Manfrey. Says drink grappa. Ah, Luca, how are you, my friend? Drink grappa. I miss him. I wonder how he's doing out there in Texas. Drink grappa, my friend Joy Galante. Eat, 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 and eat. Manja, manja, manja. And then we got someone, Steve, Steve Wolf, saying snowboard. All right. Well, the other day. I made a bunch of soups. I made like a, uh, I took those wheat berry things or whatever from the Italian wedding soup. Yeah, they're good. They're actually and good. And I made like a minestrone. The funny part is they don't overcook. You cook them for nine hours, they don't overcook. Yeah, and it's got a good texture. It's bizarre. So, yeah. So I made like a, a vegetable soup with that, but I threw some beets in it. So it's like bright red mm. with that in. That was good. I made a split pea with uh, shredded corned beef in it. <laughs> and, uh... I made corned beef hash. Like, I just went on a tangent, just cooked all day, emptied my fridge out, and it was good stuff. I love making soup in the, in the winter. All right. Good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Now, what's that picture? 
That is my sister and her friend who just passed away from cancer. Really? Yeah. Ah. Kyle McManus. Ah, that's a shame. Yeah. I, I saw the picture and I was like, it's got to have a story behind this one. Or The funny part was, look at the Santa test. That was my old house in the kitchen. That was real trippy. That's actually popular now, but... What is I that? Is that a... That was my kitchen, my house in Maryland Avenue. But was that wallpaper? Or yeah, was wallpaper. That like her- we called it Sanitest. That was it back then. So she was absolutely gorgeous back then. That's a bad picture of her. No, but she does. She has that, like, she was gorgeous. I remember. 80s redhead. Yeah. I remember she straightened her hair. Okay, that's when she got really hot. She straightened her hair. And she came out of the bathroom and she shook her head like to wash the water out. And she had no towel on, not realizing that I was right there. <laughs> and it was like it was like the Susie Chapstick commercial, you know? And she's like, yeah. she's like, ah. Oh. I wish I could show you a visual. And I just was like, my mouth was open. I was like, I love you. <laughs> she's like, ah. No, she just was like, put the towel on. She goes, you know, she's very calm and cool about it. I was like, wow. Yeah, pretty I girl. I just saw the hottest chick fucking naked. Never forget that. Good girl, man. Shame. It's a fucking shame. Yep. You know, yeah, if I showed you what she looked like before she passed away, short hair, gray glasses, like it just got the best of her. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, man. It really is a shame. Mm. You know, the fucked up part about that is it's mostly the good people that it happens to. Right. And it's true. Only the good die young. The Billy Joel song. It's, it's yeah. true. Yeah, my mom died when she was yeah. 58, cancer for seven years before that. Like, I'm thinking, like, all right, when she first found out she had cancer, she was six years older than I am now. Well, no, five years older. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, i got to start living a little bit. My father know? was 45. Yeah. yeah. My father was dead 30 years, 32 uh, years. Yeah, it's almost my age. My brother was 32. My, brother brother's, dead, 30. my brother's going to be yeah. dead 16 years this year. Ugh. It's a shame, it really is. You know, and don't get me wrong, bad people die too, but... Yeah, but not a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> you see all these scumbags that are like 90-something years old and still a jerk-off. Yeah. You know, it's just... Eh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It makes you think. It really makes you think. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe there's a reason for that. I, I truly... You know why? Because they... Mostly, like, scumbag people don't give a shit. Yeah. So the stress doesn't kill them. Because <laughs> yeah. stress is a big player in, in cancer. People that worry constantly, it builds up and it kills you. I believe I'm going to be dead in five years from stress. I can't stop fucking stressing. Well, I just, I, I, I get I've, been, I've been waking up with panic attacks. Yeah. Like, but I've learned how to breathe through it and everything. But I'm like, I'm 46 years old. Why am I teaching myself how to breathe through a panic? It feels yeah. like I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. It feels like there's metal in my mouth. I'm sweating. My arm hurts. I'm getting chest pain. It's funny you said that because I've gotten the metal in my mouth thing a couple of times so far. Yeah. In the last two weeks, I was bugging out. I'm trying to figure out why is that happening. Yeah, it's a little bit of panic attack. Wow. Because it's that's one of the things of a of a uh, heart attack. Feels like there's metal in your mouth and all this, but it, basically the heart attack, panic attack is exactly what a heart, it's attack, a heart is. attack. It does because yeah. I've already had quite a few panic attacks. Yeah. Or it could be gas. Did you have a guzzle water, like thinking you're doing a good thing, and then it gets trapped here, and then you feel like you're having a heart yeah, attack? I can't even eat them. I got something stuck in my nose for fucking nine hours. <laughs> Last week, I had something stuck in my ear, the fucking earbud. I oh. mean, it's just, it, it's, it's weird. When you get older, you encounter a whole other world of problems. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's funny, but it's weird, and it's just, you know, it's fucked up because, like I said, I, I know people that are just jerk-offs. 
and they have no problems. They, you're right, because they don't give a fuck. There's no stress. Like, I walk around, I watch them, like, don't you do it? Like, how do you not give a fuck? Yeah. They just don't, people, some people just don't care. Nothing pays them. Yeah. Well, I was out getting my phone at the Verizon up the street. And me and Mary are in there. There's a woman in there. We're all like having a good time. All of a sudden, this skelly, junky douchebag comes in. And he's like prowling around. So I'm like, everybody hold, like, I talk glad. Everyone hold on to your shit. And he's like, hit, hit, hit. And he goes up to the guy and goes, can I borrow your phone? My mother is going to meet me here to borrow your phone. But I don't have a phone. So can you, can, I got a number written down to call my mother. He borrowed the phone because they were afraid of him. They gave him, like, the cordless phone. And he called and went in the corner and whispered. And they went, my mother's coming. You're going to be open for it. He went around the corner. He, made, he was buying heroin. Yeah, oh, and he geez. met the guy around the corner. I'm like, "Hey, God, how was that?" He's like, "Ah, like, I'm like, just got that guy will live forever or yeah. die, yeah. but not even care. Yeah, just like no care in life. No, this country's really fucked up, and and it's 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 out of control. People have been spiraled out of control. Yeah, I can swear, like you know, everyone's through the zombie apocalypse. Huh? I think it's gonna be junkies. Yeah, walking the streets apocalypse. all over the place and. Not even knowing they're alive, and we're just going to have to cut this. About six months ago, I mean, I open-handed smacked the fuck out of this kid like five times. Go to see my mother. I'm on the elevator. Now, I know the kid's brother. Passing out. He's got throw-up all over his shirt. This woman gets on the elevator. I see him, like, trying to reach in a bag. I just open-handed, and I back right across the fucking face. So you junkie motherfucker. I was like, not only am I going to call your brother after this, he's going to kick the fuck out of you. Like, how fucking dare you fucking try to rob a fucking seven? Who the fuck do you mm-hmm. think you are? Yeah. Like, you have you become, like, you know, look, I get it. I, I had an addiction problem 30 years ago. I did a lot of fucking coke. I smoked pot. I did acid. I grew up right. in that fucking room. But that was five years of my life. You know, you grow up, you walk away, you live, you learn. I wasn't out robbing people and stealing no. things. I mean, I partied. But, you know, these kids, they just, they, they just, they go, it's out of control. They don't give a shit. At that age, they don't give a fuck. And like, I never, even when I partied, I never, I was embarrassed. I always had to have clean clothes on. I always right. showered. I took care of myself. These guys, kids walking around with puke on me, stunk mm-hmm. like shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. Of course, his next score. Yeah, like, doesn't give a fuck. Right. And I get it. You get addicted, it's hard, but try to do something. Put yourself away. Give a fuck about your friends, your family. You know, they just, they don't care. Like, they just. It's a different generation. It is. It's a different, these kids. Your parents don't give a shit no more. And the fact that the thing that really. Parents give a shit, but they can't do anything because they're afraid to hurt the feelings. Oh, yeah. A lot of them get to the point where they don't even fucking care. They give up. The fucked up thing is when you can go into a CVS and they sell an antidote against fucking heroin, Mm -hmm. you know there's a fucking problem. And now the government wants everybody to carry this so they can save somebody dropping dead in the street. I wouldn't even piss on one if they were on fire. Like, die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. But I don't don't know. know. Let's get to a lighter. Let's pick up for Annette and see what she likes to do in the snow. (laughs) My top answer is do heroin in the snow. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Annette. What's going on? You are chilling the fat with Big and Beepy. And Happy New Year, fellas. It's so good to have you back. My Monday nights have been so effing boring. Sorry, Annette. Hey, Philomena. Happy New Year. Say to you, honey. So what's going on? How was your New Year so far? 
You know, New Year's has just been great. It's been so wonderful, I can't stand it. If I was any better, I'd have to bottle it and sell it, and nobody would believe it. So it's been fun. Thank you for asking. Favorite thing to do in the snow, i got to tell you, when I was whenever, back in the day, roll a fatty and drive around and look at the Christmas lights stoned on your ass. Absolutely. That's a great Uh, answer. Now, i got to interrupt you for one second because I'm just reading something which – Oh, uh, Lori, that's my, uh, my uh, lunch lady friend. Yes. Her favorite thing to do with this snow when she was single was a hot ski instructor. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, but just uh, the driving around, right? It's so peaceful and yes, quiet. Yes, and the Christmas yeah. lights right. We used to go around, and that was just, that was just a, a reason to smoke a big fat joint, and you drive around, and it was all calm and quiet, and look at yep. all the beautiful lights, and you know what? A good answer. I like that. I like that. And you could go slow when you were driving. Of course, you didn't want to act like you were stoned because the roads were snowy and icy. So it gave you right, every the cops reason. aren't going to pull you over because it's swerving already because of the ice. That's right. They just let we just had a really really good time and that was fun and I mean and I like shoveling snow. I can't do it now, but I used to like it. And people would say to me, "Why do you let shoveling snow?" And like you said, it's quiet, it's peaceful. I just get out there and shovel, and I felt such a feeling of accomplishment when it was all over. Right. So yeah, kind of fun. It's kind of hard to do now with a walker. You know, you get out there and people yeah. are like, "Asshole, get back in the house." And it's like, "Oh well, you know, okay, fine." If you insist. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you a, a funny story. When I was a kid. What are we talking about? Is that you have us on, are you listening to us on the computer? No, I've got you on my head. I've got you on my phone. Oh, all right. Because we're just getting some back. Uh, some feedback. Yeah, feedback. Oh, we're I'm listening sorry. To us. Well, that's all right. I'm not, but I'm not hearing it. That's weird. Well, it's just us hearing ourselves. Now. It's funny when when I was when I was a kid, I lived on the bottom of a hill. We used to get right. giant snow pits, and we got a bad. It was one of the worst storms ever, and we got a really bad, bad storm, and we couldn't get out the door. So my parents tied something around me. I don't remember what it was, and I had to jump out the window. And I have a picture. Of it. You see nothing but my hand on the lowest part of the snow just sticking out the snow. And he panicked. So my brother, when he was with, had to jump out with me, we had to shovel our way out to get And then we finally made a little circle where we could stand. And then we had to shovel our way to the door right. with everybody out of the house. Yeah, that's crazy. I like that, though. <laughs> it was cool as fuck. And then we made a little fort. Did you look like the kid from Christmas Story and like the, the giant snow Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it was I'll show you. As a matter of fact, I have to say that. I love this game. I'll bring it in next week. I'll put it up online when I go home. Nice. Nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, but like, New Year's is good. Except I couldn't stand that everybody was writing Goodbye 2016. You've been so horrible and taking our Carrie Fisher and the mother of... It's celebrity death. You didn't do that, you know? Yeah. I was like, it was just getting tired of people out there. You know, whatever. 2016 wasn't horrible because Donald Trump, we got the president, and Debbie Reynolds died, George Michael died. George Michael was a drug addict that died from overdose. Yeah. 
Harry Fisher, same thing, been an alcoholic and a drug addict her whole life. And her mother died because she was old. Her mother died because she was heartbroken over her daughter's death. Right, and she was old. So, uh, hey, let's pick up this uh, call here. Do you have earphones? Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Let me have them. Please. Hello, hey. you're chewing the fat? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Let me get my How are you? Who's I that? I can't hear you. I'm all right. I'm all right. What's up with you guys? No, who is this? This is your worst fucking night. Oh, excuse my language. It's Steven, the farmer. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. We have not heard from this guy in, oh, my God, the hell? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is a place for me. Farm living is a life for me. All right. How are you doing, my brother? Yeah. Happy New Year to you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. What's going on, uh, my thanks. friend? Thanks. Yeah. Hey, this is this is it right here. We're gonna take over right now, starting today. All right. I'm starting a rev- I'm starting a revolution, and you're invited. Nice. Right? What do we gotta do? What do we gotta do? You don't gotta do nothing, man. You just gotta eat my food. It's going to be a food revolution. Nice. You want to do it? I, I, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to drive out there. I'm going to take my food truck out there. Here, awesome. pretty soon. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> my, my, family, my, my family's getting really mad at me because I'm in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you how have you been? Have you been good? We miss you. Yeah, I miss you too, man. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Can, Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no, I missed you too. Hey, uh, how you guys been doing? We're doing good. We're hanging in there. You know, we took a little couple of weeks off, but uh, we're back uh, and uh, just looking to do some new stuff. You know? Yeah. Were you sick last week? No, it was was New Year's week? and Christmas. Uh, and I didn't feel good. It was just crappy. You know, like yeah. I get yeah. bummed out around the holidays, and then my body feels it. You know, so it's just like, eh. Uh, I know what you mean. Me too, man. Me too. So tell me, what's new with you guys? What what's what's on the agenda? Any new projects coming up? Uh, well, I got some coming up at the end of January that I gotta go out of town for. But uh, other than that, I'm just waiting for food truck season to start around here again and get my trailer back yeah. on the road. Awesome. But, uh, did you get a tr- yeah. did you get a truck for that? Yeah, I what got a it's a six, 16 by 9 uh, mobile kitchen. It's a trailer, yeah. so, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. And you're pulling it. it. What are you pulling it with? What are you pulling it with? Uh, a 250, an F-250. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And it's, and it's called the, Re- uh, the Renegade Chef? Culinary Renegade Wandering Kitchen. Oh, uh, yeah. Sounds good, man. Uh, yeah, we just cool. do like concerts and stuff like that. All big events. This way, you know, I'm nice. just guaranteed to be six, seven thousand people, and you know, right. try to pay a little bit uh, more, but at least you know, it's like a two, yeah. three day events. That's what I. That's what I want to do. That's that, that's my. Uh, that was my plan. My business plan is to just do big events. Right. Maybe we should do it in a vent 
maybe I could hook up with one of the events that you're doing when season hits out there. Oh, definitely. I'm actually, there's uh, the farm team of the New York Yankees is on Staten Island, the Staten Island Yankees, and they want me to get together one for September, a food truck event. Nice. Yeah, September? So, yeah. So oh, at least that'll be live the end, the end of the season coming up. So, but yeah, you know, it's it's good fun. You know what it is? It's like you don't have to do out of control food. You just do crazy ass. Yeah, I like soda food, and people love it. They line up for it. So, I know. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing makes me happier than serving a hot dog and charging ten dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, can, they, uh, can you guys still can you guys still hear me? Yeah, we no, can hear you. Okay. I don't know what's going on around me, but everybody's taking fucking videos of me, dude. I don't understand it. It's like <laughs> no, what restaurant like every, are you at? Uh, it's called Bill's Pizza. It's in Palm Springs. I, I'm nice. still in Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah. Right. You so, know what I do when it yeah. happens to me? I take off all my clothes. <laughs> 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 and I sit there naked. Nice. I got to see that someday. Are you working? On <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, how's the cooking coming along? You still doing those like uh, private parties and stuff like that? And yeah, yeah, I did uh, I, I, a lot of private parties. A lot, of, a lot of that. I did. I just finished up with um, 2,300 people over for the uh, Palm Springs Film Festival that was here uh, last nice. week. Nice. That was insane, dude. Oh my god. But uh, it all went good. Everybody loved it. Everything went out hot. They got their food hot, you know. And now, where would um, you cook out of? The convention center. There's a huge. I've been working out of this huge kitchen in the convention center for this other catering company called. They're uh, they're called Savories. It's uh, they're, they're like been in this convention center for like 15 years or something. Right, they're yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, they've been there for a long time and. I got an opportunity to start working with them um, when to uh, kind of fill the space between my own jobs, you know. Right. So right. you know, I, so I keep you know keep the money flowing, and so I've been working with them, and and it's been awesome because they do just huge events. Like I never, I didn't, you know, I have a little bit of experience doing those big events, but I'm doing them like. Uh, Every other week right now, doing like two thousand, one thousand. I think in a couple of weeks I got four thousand. You know, and, right. and, uh, and tell I, me it's not great when you're doing it for someone else, so the burden is not all on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it feels so good. Still long hours, you know. We get done at midnight, right. get back in the kitchen at five a.m. But at least, yeah, you're right. The pressure isn't totally all on me, you know. And uh, right. like someone goes, Steve, go clean 150 pounds of shrimp. No problem. You just hang out. You don't have to worry about an, an order not coming in or something overcooking or doing anything. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, uh, hey, Stephen, go uh, create uh, 2,000 vegetarian entrees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's not just peeling shrimp. I got to, you know, I still got to build it from the from the scratch, you know, and, right, right, and then make right. sure it all gets out on time. But it's right. it's fantastic. I love it. You know, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's all and, about uh, keeping the money. So you got to pay the bills. I know it's been a while, man. But congratulations on the uh, food show, on uh, you know your the lunch lady thing. You know that you. Had oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great, man. That was great. 
I, I really did enjoy. I, I enjoyed watching you, man. You're a lot of fun. Good guy, Thanks, man. Pal. Well, that's, yeah, that's the I thing. Like that. I didn't go in being a lunch lady. I was just like, yeah, I did that during the day. And they're like, that's it. You got to do that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's not really who I am. And now I've become it. So I'm like, all right, it's great. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still doing that's that. Cool. I'm still working the school. I love it. Every day cooking for about, you know, 100 kids. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That is yeah. awesome. Now, um, on your food, on your on your culinary renegade uh, trailer, are you the lunch lady on that, or are you just yourself? I'm just myself, but everyone comes up, oh, my God, it's the lunch lady. So I go out oh, and take yeah, pictures yeah. and stuff like that, but, you know, and when, people when recognize you're the me lady, as the lunch lady. I'm like, oh, did okay. A, did you get a bunch of guys trying to hit on you when you are doing that? <laughs> everyone hits on me. <laughs> I swear, I got old that? ladies, old ladies, gay guys, and little kids. That's, you know, I know. that's my fan, and, that's uh, my fan base. <laughs> I, I bet you're driving your partner there crazy, too, huh? <laughs> yeah. I know, because he's, he's probably pretty, pretty desperate at this point. Who? Clem? Yeah. <laughs> no. He wants a piece of this. I know he does. I know he does. He checks me out. Definitely not. <laughs> right on. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. Nice. So what do you got uh, coming uh, up? Anything coming up special? Or? Uh, I got. Um, well, I'm send. I got the truck. I'm sending that to go get uh, built out. Uh, next. Well, I'm supposed to get the plans back here pretty, like a few days. And then I got um, a couple uh, birthdays, a wedding, an elopement in the next few weeks. Uh, like, got one on Friday, got one on Saturday, got one uh, following Friday, and then um, and then I got that thing for four thousand. Just doing. I'm just big, basically. I'm just I'm just trying to you know pay the rent. That's all. Yeah. Pay the rent. Get my food. Get my food truck going. And then. Uh, that's, now, what do you? I you're you're get, getting one built. Oh, you're buying a used one, or you're getting a yeah. I bought a um, I bought a uh, step van. Uh, it's a it's it's a little bit smaller, but I plan on pulling a um, kind of a a trailer behind it, a small trailer to uh, uh-huh. store a lot of food in. And I got a great concept and a great branding. And so anyway, so I got this P P thirty step van, and it's the engine. So, I'm the first public, uh, first public owner. It was an old postal van, and it's only got it's got 100,000 miles on it. And so, That's and it's, not but bad, it's a though. diesel. Yeah, it's a yep. diesel. And I picked it up. I, I mean, it only cost me like six grand. And it's got a tail. It's got a lift gate on the back, which I really like. And nice. so, yeah, I know. And the engine is solid. There's no 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 problems with it. Whatever. So I'm going to just build it out, man. But I'm going to dual purpose it. I'm using it as a catering rig and then uh, my kitchen. Right. Uh, I'm getting real uh, nerdy on it, you know. I'm getting like – I'm ergonomic, I guess they call it, you know. Uh, uh, uh-huh. All the equipment's going to be able to go in and go out to a certain degree, you know. Right. So, yeah, quick release fixtures on it, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
so I can pop it out, pop it in with all the plumbing aspects to it. So it's, right, it's right. definitely it's definitely cool. And that's it, man. And then just rolling. I still want to head to Thailand for a while, but my girl's been giving me a little bit of trouble on that one. So I've been trying to convince her to come with me, but she's, yeah, probably not coming. And I don't know if she's going <laughs> to let me go to Thailand by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a good yeah, Russian roulette uh, tournament going on right now in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It, for, like, That's crazy. Uh, Americans. Yeah, it's totally yeah, crazy. The, the food's supposedly fen- phenomenal over there, like it street is. food. And... Here's my question. Does Thai weed come from Thailand? Could be. <laughs> Thai stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did they legalize weed in, over there in your parts of the country? For medical use, yes. Yeah, medical use, oh, you can. Oh. And it's... Uh, so, it's starting to get so you that. two are both covered, right? Yeah. Well, we're both fat yeah, bastards yeah. and uh, backs hurt and everything's yeah, in pain. So, you, so, yeah, we can get you it. Def- yeah, you can get it for sure. No problem there. Sweet. Yeah. Well, it's recreational here now, so that makes everybody happy. Yeah, so do some edibles on your truck. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, I wonder how what the legal issues on that taking those edibles. Well, one of our guests, uh, Meathead Munchies from YouTube, they went legal and... Uh, yeah, get in contact gotta, with him. Tell yeah. your friends of ours, you know, whatever. And yeah, he's, he's, a, and he's actually a lawyer, too, in California. Yeah. And he does this cooking show on YouTube and the big muscle What's head. What's it called? Meathead Munchies. Meathead Munchies. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, and then uh, sure. I'll, I'll sure. try to get you guys in touch with each other because he does, he's got a truck that does edibles now in California. No shit? Yeah. Holy son of a gun. That sounds good. Yeah, put us together, man. Yeah, but I'm building, I'm building my, um, my corporation because I, I, you know, got the, I incorporated basically with the, right. you know, had to do with the government and everything, but I'm building a worker-owned co-op. Mm. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be good because that means the company can spread and grow and we all have um, – everyone will have equal ownership. I mean, they're going to have to buy into it, you know, in order right, to, right. you know, pay, pay back my investment and that sort of thing to become, you know, have equal say on, you know, uh, the direction of the company or whatever. But uh, for right. the most part – it's all going to be a worker-owned co-op. It's, I think it. I think that's the way to go because uh, I don't know if this whole idea, this whole trickle down from you know top to to bottom is actually working. It's not working out for me that well. I mean, it works out fine, you know, because I just work nah. myself or whatever. But you know, some other people, it's you know, they're having. A, I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. No, so I tell I'm you what, I've owned restaurants and stuff like that. And yeah. I was always the last one to get paid. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, exactly. and all, you know, my hair's falling out because I'm worried about paying the electric and this and that. Everyone else is getting paid. They don't give a shit. And I'm like, all right, this isn't for me. I'd rather, but the co-op yeah. is cool because you have everybody's interest in it. Yep. You know. Yes. Everybody has, um, yeah, everybody has a vested interest. Everybody has an ownership in what's happening so it makes everyone is going to care about what's happening and they're all going to right. want to make the company grow you know yep so it's, it's exactly. a good concept so that's that's like one of the major things i'm working on 
So awesome. It's cool. Well, congratulations, man. I mean, that's that's what you got to do. You just you can't you can't hold back and wait for things to happen. You got to go and, and get some of it, but you know. You don't want to sink exactly. everything into, into a, a dream because some you know dreams don't work out, especially in the food business. So you, you, know, they never, you get other people they, to get involved, you know? They hardly ever work out, dude. You know, like in food. No. Business. Like 80, 80, I don't know how many, what the percentage is of restaurants closing doors, but, you know, I know it's a lot. I mean, right. I know. I mean, I, I had a restaurant in Seattle and it was, I mean, it was insanely, it was insanely successful, but, you know, I just wasn't ready to own a restaurant, so, you know, no. whatever, I had closed the doors on it, but whatever. Yeah, well, that's the thing, so, the busier it is, the more people are stealing from you. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're like, wow, I, I can't believe how packed the bar is. Oh, my God. Yeah. We just, we rang 200 hours at the bar, and it was packed all night, because the I guy's know. like, yeah, why is he making money? And he's just charging, not charging anyone. He's putting a 20 in his pocket for everyone. It's just crazy. Can't trust anybody. I know, I know, I know. That's why you have a fucking worker-owned program, worker-owned corporation. People aren't going to steal from themselves, dude. Right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, maybe they will right. maybe. I don't know, but they may like embezzle or something. But we'll figure that out. Fuck. Right. All right. But then, but you have people watching. You have everyone watching it. So yes, if there's exactly. 10 people involved in the co-op and Joey and Johnny are stealing, the other eight people are going to yeah. know about it. And <laughs> I love how mm-hmm. you say Joey and Johnny. It's always Johnny. Joey and Johnny. Johnny had four apples yeah. and Joey ate three of them. <laughs> and Mary and Bob have an apple each, you know? It's... Yeah. But, yeah, good luck, man. All right. My family's going to fucking disown me. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I'm going to see, see you guys soon, all right? I got to get off the phone because my brother-in-law is about ready to beat the shit out of me. So. All right. Well, go go back to Bill's oh, Pizza or whatever you eat. Yeah, yeah. uh, it's a pleasure, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll, calling in. Don't be a stranger, bud. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll hook you up with the meathead munchie guy and then uh, nice. work on your truck. Send some pictures. Sweet. I will for sure. All right. Peace, All right, peace brother. All right. Peace. Good night. All right. Our buddy Steven calling in. Yeah. Steven's back. back. Yes, he's back, back again. It's 2017, 2017, everyone's back. Nice. What happens when we're up for a couple of weeks? Everyone's like, "Oh shit, they're on." Okay, let me call in. Johnny Serp. Yeah. Not too shabalaba. Now we're only missing uh, Jackie. Jackie. We haven't heard from Teresa in a little bit. Teresa. Yeah. Raven, Dustin's got his thing. Lucifer? Yeah, Lucifer calls in, but he hasn't, you know. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, he's... he's, he's... I, he, he called me a while, like, before the holiday or whatever, and I... Yeah. I saw him when we went to go get the... When I took my car in. Yeah. Actually, you saw him, too. Yeah, we went... Yeah, I saw him. We saw him, and uh, we brought the car to be fixed. Nice. How's he doing? <laughs> All right. Because he's got that uh, catering hall over there. Skinny as can be. All right. Skinny as can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that, Mr. Peanut? I don't know. I just saw it. 
display container. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a roll with buying vintage stuff, man. I can't help myself anymore. Hoarding. Hoarding. <laughs> yeah, my, I got my nephew into it, too. Like the other day, he comes up in the house. He found a stop sign. Just laying there. And it's a, actually in mint condition, but it's a rare one that says pedestrian crossing on it. Yeah. You know, but I am, um, you know, I'm into the collecting the metal signs, man. Nice. And the old stuff. It's just, my whole room is wall to wall. There's literally not a room. I'm trying to figure out how I can get on the ceiling and start putting stuff on the ceiling. Hooks. I know. No. But I got to get a ladder and I got to get up there and right. all that stuff. But yeah, there's no more room. It's wall to wall. My entire, all four walls are completely covered with signs. Now. I mean, it looks beautiful, but... It does. It's the ultimate man cave. You know, right. you got the Bose radio, the Alexa, all the toys, yeah. the little arcade machine. I'm out of room. I feel like fucking... I'm a Clemerican picker. He doesn't need to come out of his room. But it's I like... You know what it is? I like sitting there. I, I enjoy looking at all this stuff because a lot of it is a memory from where I was or where I found it or how I acquired something. So... Yeah. You know, for me, it's about the memories and and right. Plus, I enjoy the way the stuff looks. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just started getting into that. It was buying all vintage kitchen stuff. Yeah, I know. I saw. I you had a you little had the toasters that used to go over the gas line. A little stuff going oh, on. <laughs> a little stuff going on downstairs. I saw it. You had the little uh, the, the, the thing too, the potato ricer or something you had. Yeah, the apple core. Yeah, yeah. Got the, a wood it's nice. You got a nice, yeah, you got the nice little look yeah. going on in that one spot down there. Nice. But uh, we're winding down. Maybe uh, we take this phone call. It's Lou. It's Lou. Yeah. We'll pick up Lou and then... Uh, maybe we'll Louie, Louie. Louie. Chewing the fat with Louie, Louie. What are you talking about? You? What, did you hear us? Good evening. Good evening. No, I did not hear you. <clears throat> yeah, we were just like... I we just got a call in from Steve. You got? Can you hear it? I barely hear him. Hello, you there? Are your I'm ears here. ringing? Are your ears ringing? I was just talking about you. No, my ears were not ringing. Do you hear me? Oh. What do we need? A new three-in-one yeah, connector? Yeah, Maybe, maybe, well, maybe Clement has got a loose connection. Barely. Whatever that's called, find out. I'll get another one. I don't know. It's uh. Hmm. All right, how about that? Talk, Lou. Hello, 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 hello. Well, barely. What the well, yeah, we got it all of a sudden. How about that? End this show. That could be All right, so tell, There we go. Take Philomena's piece. <laughs> all right, we're good, we're good. So what's up there, Lewis? We were just talking about you're like, hey, everyone's calling in, but we haven't heard from Lou. I was like, Lou called me before the holidays. And then I never yeah, called I back, and I saw you at the body shop, and then all of a sudden, you're on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know stuff. What's I know shaking? What I was just looking on your uh, Facebook. What's the, uh, you got uh, something going on in Queens? Something going on in Queens. Hmm. The uh, commissary or something, or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got involved with the, um, yeah, it's a, it's a food commissary. Nice. That just kind of popped into play, but we're um we're doing the uh the food festivals. Yeah, the commissary came in, it's really cool. That's why I called you about. But um happy holidays. Yes, happy <laughs> yeah, oh god. It was a, the most miserable holidays. I was either laying around like miserable and sick or 
Really? You know, looking for a new phone because my other one fried or trying to pay bills. And they're just, you know, I hate the holidays. I fucking hate them. But they're over. Yeah, the holidays. (laughs) They're over. You're saved, brother. You're saved. Yeah. (laughs) Come out into the world again. Let's see what the hell is on the line. Let's see what's going on. There's a food truck festival action going on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we're going to be uh, back in Woodbridge. Um, that'll be in July, June. And um, then we're doing the um, uh, South Plainfield Search and Rescue fundraiser. Nice. Yeah, nice. that'll be in South Plainfield. So I'll definitely going to call you up on those. Really going well, thank God. Everything kind of moving along in a good direction. Good. We got some, uh, yeah, 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 everything's, everything's, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Right. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of fucking work. Oh, yeah, it doesn't stop. It doesn't fucking yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. okay for a while. It's great money, but it's just, you know, but uh, keep me in, in the loop with the, the food truck thing, Lou, because I got something on the back burner. Absolutely. Even the, um, at, I've been looking at a truck for quite some time. Now. I, I, I think I might be getting ready to pull the trigger. Pull it, Clemmy. Well, I do that at least twice a day, but with the food truck. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of pull you're looking at. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I got a magical number, and, and I don't think this uh, – person is too enthusiastic putting in the energy to sell it although they want to get rid of it but I think we're going to come to some kind of agreement very shortly so well nice I wish you all the best and you know that you're always on board thank you appreciate that I need to do something with my time yeah because it's always really only weekends and you pick and choose what you want and yeah not everyone's a home run, but it's fun. You're out. I make sure to do stuff. four or five items and do them really well, and that's it. Nothing crazy, just right. to do some jacked-up fucking items on steroids, and right. that's it. That's yeah, cool. there's, um, like anything else, you know, you have to watch your dollar. It's the food business, no matter what you, whether you're selling it out of a hut or a truck or a house or a catering hall, you know, it's... Right. Very, very high money game. It really is. I mean, it's just it's sinful the amount of money that you have to spend to get quality food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even the I got a way quality to, food's expensive. <laughs> yeah. I got a way to streamline some things. You know, I got a company that will make me my pot roast that I make and, you know, pack them, freeze them, and give them to me. Rather than actually, have oh, all right. When I did that, right. When I did that grilled cheese sandwich with the pot roast in the middle, mm-hmm. I braised all those bottom rounds. Mm-hmm. But now I got a company that'll do that for me. Uh-huh. Pack them, freeze them, and fucking at a very, 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 very minimal cost. Because when I worked for Severoli, I helped them develop a lot of product. Right. You know, I did a lot of R and D work for them, and I know them very well. I dealt them over the years, and I still do some work for them here and there. So they're like, you know, come on, nobody can be like, of course we'll do this for you. Just give us the fucking recipe. We'll make them. We'll pack them. We'll freeze them. We'll do what that costs for you. Right. You know. So 
I'm hoping that that can be pulled off. If that can be pulled off, that's what's kind of making me want to pull the trigger. If I know I can do that. Right. Because who the hell wants to praise off fucking... Uh, then you got to worry about weight. Yeah. I'll get a chest freezer. I'll slap it in Philomena's garage. I'll pull them out as I need them. Right. Because they're flash frozen, so they, they've been... Look, I, I know frozen product, but it's my product, my way, made say? my I, way. I, did you say you're going to slap Philomena in the garage? Yeah, I'm going to slap <laughs> Philomena in the garage. No, but I have a chest slap freezer in the in studio. Let us all hear it. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Sorry. it depends, man. It depends on what, what you know, it's a couple of things. It's, little a, clean, hurdles. it's a clean show, Luke, though. No, it's really not. It's a, but let's pick up uh, this on the line. Let's pick let's it up. Let's pick this up Jess. this uh, Jersey line. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big MVP. Happy New Year, you mama Luke. <laughs> hey! Happy it's nice. It's like it feels like 2016. We got Lou and Jess on the line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know, right? And you can stuff my loaf anytime there, Clem. <laughs> I'll, stuff it. I'll butter your biscuit right now, baby. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you guys doing? How's your New Year going so far? I know that uh, uh, Meryl Streep, I don't know if I didn't listen to all your, like, you know, news and stuff like that, so I don't know if you covered the Meryl Streep thing already nah, and, like, how crazy even, it is. What year? By Meryl Streep. No. Didn't on the horrible Golden Globe Awards. It, it really was. It's horrible. It was terrible. Or Jimmy Fallon. I'm a big fan of Jimmy Fallon. He was horrendous. He was really He's obnoxious. Not funny. kissing everyone's ass. The only thing he did good was the uh, Chris Rock impression. Yeah. Did she die, Meryl Streep? No, Meryl Streep did die. She got the Dick Van Dyke Award or something, or the Mark Twain, yeah. or. Uh... No, she got I don't the, know. She got, she got an award for being like the best actress of her, like, you know, decades, and she did something about Donald Trump. And then, yeah, exactly. She fucking wove a flag. We don't know. But she got an award, and she spoke out about Donald Trump without saying Donald Trump. Yeah. Right, and then just started talking political, you know. Yeah, and Pop then Donald Hank Trump actually started doing and political then, shit. Matt Damon yeah. was talking political shit. It was just like, come on, oh, God. Too much political going. Yeah. How about did yeah. anybody see New Year's Eve? I think it's New Year's Rock and Eve. I wow, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah. How fucking horrible! How bad yes, was that? that? I was yep. gonna say that too. <laughs> that was awesome. That was I hated that shit. Did you do that with? Now, look, there was a graceful way out of that. She I did. joked it and started singing and doing something funny. But she could have put got, Lou up on stage. Yeah, she could have put Lou up on stage. <laughs> you could have put me up on stage. I would have busted a move and started yeah. dancing and singing. Well, it all started out. They had the, the rehearsal, and she sent someone to take the rehearsal for her. Really? And then when she went there, she couldn't hear it. So he just walked around. But I'll tell you what, those that dancers, they, 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 they were all on top of her. Yeah. Yeah, they were all over. Yeah, but for her to get like a little bitch about it, I, I don't know, that just yeah. turned me off. Yeah, everyone deserves awful. a holiday. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. I think Hollywood like, spiraled that. She's sure. like, this is, this, is, this, is, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. When like all, like her songs were going on in the background, she's like, this is ridiculous. It's like, you're fuck, it's your fucking song. <laughs> Yeah, right. Walk off stage or just start dancing. Drop the mic and start dancing. But 
She's also weird because she's one of those celebrities that you can't look her in the eye. She demands that everyone that works there doesn't look her in the eye. Lady Gaga yeah. does that now, too. Oh, God. Yeah. They pull the Barbara Streisand. Oh. If you're in a hotel and Barbara Streisand's there, you have to turn and yeah. face the wall when she walks past you. I wouldn't fucking do oh that. Oh, my God. I wouldn't do that. Oh. I take out my cock no. and piss on it. You fucking kidding yeah. me? No, but. I believe it. I believe it. She, 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 oh, she's always seemed awful. Like she always seems like an awful woman, and like yeah. that she thinks she's better than anything that like walks on earth. Like that she can walk on water, water if she can believe it, because she thinks she's God. Like she's right. awful. <laughs> well, but I wanted to share a story with you because Clem said that we're, you, you're talking about snow, and I wanted to share my snow story with you. All right. So, Does it involve marshmallows? Is it a mound of cocaine? Well, probably cocaine was involved at, at some point, but we'll just dis- disregard that. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was going to Johnson & Wales in Denver, Colorado. My roommate lived in a bumblefuck town outside of Denver. I don't know what the fuck the town was called. We went there. It was snowing terribly. We got three feet of snow, and she said, let's go to a bar that's close to my house. So we went there. There was a snowmobile club from Texas that was there. I saw a really hot guy, and I was wearing a cocktail dress in the middle of a snowstorm that had like that was a tank top and like short skirt. And I was I, I went up to this guy and I started flirting with him. I went back to the to his uh, house with him. It was a business trip apparently. So I go there. I, I sleep over. We do our business. In the morning, he's like, well, you can't. What kind of business did we do? Uh, uh, what kind of business did we do? Yeah, we we did a business. Yeah, yeah. What kind of business did we do? Oh, we did a lot of wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And uh, so I woke up in the morning. I was like, I got to get out of here. He's like, well, you can't go out. You can't go out the front door because my boss is out there, and he doesn't know you're in my bedroom right now. So I'm wearing my black cocktail dress, and this is the ultimate walk of shame. To get out of this, the place that I was staying, and I did my one-night stand, I had to crawl out of his window into fucking four feet of snow in a black cocktail dress that was up to, like, above my knees, and I had to do the walk of shame with no makeup on. So going out the window in the snow, in snow, and then I had to call my my roommate and say, "Hey, can you pick me at the coffee shop?" She had no idea where I was, and I had I looked like I like a really sad clown in a black cocktail dress at ten in the morning at this like really bumblefuck in the middle of nowhere town in Colorado. I got so, so in other words, by his boss was outside. You mean his wife? <laughs> 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 if, that, if that was me, you would have been in the room. You would have been getting banged on this snowmobile. <laughs> I wish it ended magically like that. Like we were just like kind of like in the snowmobile and everything was fabulous. But no, I was like a, I was like a sorry hungover clown walking in a black cocktail dress at ten in the morning in like a really hillbilly town in Colorado, and I had to yeah, fall you know out what? a window. Shit happens, man. <laughs> It happens. It definitely happens. I closed out a few windows in my day. I've actually left the house in my underwear. Didn't have pants. I didn't even walk home. I I kid you not, I crawled out a window. The girl's father came home. I had to crawl out the window. She fucking Mm -hmm. couldn't find my pants, and the father was yelling out the window. This is a big fucking dude. So I walked home. Actually, I kind of ran a block. But I walked home. I was in a flannel shirt with no sleeves 
and fucking tidy whities and my Reebok white sneakers walking down the block with a cigarette in my mouth. Oh, Did you thank God it was like six thirty in the morning and only one car drove by me. <laughs> and they went they went, Oh shit. No <laughs> They go past you like, Oh shit. Should we pick them up? They, I, oh, just, them? I didn't even pay attention. I just kinda looked down and kept walking. And hoped that they didn't stop and thank God they did. Thank yeah. God they only lived like four blocks away. <laughs> But I really, I like, I when he said you have to get out of here because my boss is coming in because we're going out for breakfast for like a corporate meeting, I literally took my my high heels and my black cocktail dress and fell out the window into four feet of snow and went boom, <laughs> and then out of the wall. Because my boss just got back from dropping his kids off at school. Yes. <laughs> How come every time I pull the you got to get out of here card, I never get a quick exit out the window. I get a... I have to go through the whole repertoire. Why? When? Yeah. How come you have to go? And why can't I? What? What? What do you think this was? You know, then I have to get down and dirty. I want to shovel somebody out of my house. No, no, <laughs> shovel yeah. them out. Yeah. Oh, you gotta go. You can't just here. There's nothing that clock Pass it all. Absolutely. The pass the camp took about two hours, but he finally got here. I went out there. I was like, I was like a snowblower with a shovel. Oh, I just You're like a sleeping Bernard with a barrel around its neck, dragging her through the snow to throw her in the back of the camp. There you go. Thank you. The best part for me is the guy that I had, the one I stand with, told me that he was a corn husker that that fielded corn in Wisconsin and during his off-season was snowmobiling in Colorado. That's why the one I stand with. (laughs) So what kind of a boss? Is corn husking boss? (laughs) I think he was corn husking. I, I slept with a corn husker and then fell into force. Now, my question happened. Did you, did you do a little corn husking yourself, Jess? I did. Of course I did. That's why I was there. Corn holing? No corn holing. No, you don't touch that area. I don't. I, I will not. There's, I will put duct tape on that area. <laughs> <laughs> but I had Jessica, a one night stand with a guy that threw me out. Nice. What? Yeah, I, I, I need to not corner me. Oh, no. All right, well, we're winding down. we got like 10 minutes left. I just wanted to let you know, Mary just tagged me in a thing on Facebook saying a woman stabbed her boyfriend because he ate all the fries. She's currently serving time in prison for the crime. It's on Zalish. I mean, I think that's a good enough reason to stab a guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I would stab her if she ate my fries. I, I mean, I, 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 I'd cut your fucking thing if you Mary, Mary, why are you bugging? Yeah. Mm, incredible. So when Clay realized her boyfriend had eaten them all, but rather than continuing the fight, she instead went to the kitchen, retrieved the knife, and proceeded to stab Hill in the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she had other, I think, you know. Was it a she had other house? problems. That was a waffle house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the fries. I mean, they don't stand No, no, no. <laughs> don't that be surprised. I stand around the time the fries were being different. served. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Unreal. If it was earlier in the meal, it would have been during the salad escapade. <laughs> <laughs> 
Especially if there was no I try and get it over between the appetizer <laughs> and the sherbet. <laughs> Did you just say the appetizer and the sherbet? The sherbet. The sherbet. The sherbet. The sherbet. The sherbet. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the 1970. I just want sherbet. I like sherbet in between my main course. They have it right between the sherbet and the ambrosia salad. Yeah, the ambrosia salad. <laughs> I'm not big on the ambrosia salad. <laughs> But I do like a sherbet or a lemon ice or something. It was right before the fondue and the uh, patty melt. <laughs> All right, oh, right man. But that's when I do my thing. And the jello mold. <laughs> the jello mold. Any move I'm going to make is made at that point of the meal. Right before the jello mold comes out, I got to make yeah. the move. Yeah. I have to know before we go any further on this meal. <laughs> do you like oh your God. mutton? How do you like your mutton? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right before mutton. the mutton came out. I like my mutton. I like my mutton served in a in a tight stomach wrap. Yeah. yeah. And the tuna casserole I love an MLT mutton lettuce and tomato sandwich. Yes. Oh, no, that's not mutton. I'll take, that's, the, uh, I'll take the uh, scoop of sherbet for dessert, please. <laughs> Eighty-six to Jello mold. Not like a good MLT. But uh all right kids, we will be back next week. Yeah. We got only a couple of minutes left, we're gonna get cut off, so we wanna say our goodbyes right now. Lou, always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks Jeff, for calling we enjoy in. Your stories. Hey, yeah. Thanks for getting kicked <laughs> out perverted. And uh, who else? Tina, yes, thank Stevie you. Lee everybody. calls in. Stevie Lee, Cali. everybody. Yeah, Klaus, Johnny Surf. Uh, Johnny Surf, you know. everybody. Also, we Welcome had uh, Chef Christine and Chef Natalie yep. from uh, Shay Catherine. Shay Catherine, rock and roll dinner. Rock, yeah, the rock and food. The uh, January 13th. January 13th. 18th. 18th. January 18th. It's a Wednesday. Klaus Klagenheimer. Rob Burmeister will be the MC. Go so check it shit. out. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what else to tell you, people, but have a good night. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, baby. Keep chewing the fat, y'all.